some pretty crazy law. Five bucks, they're peanut butter, chocolate, banana. You should get them. Seriously. Dean, I have Dean on camera saying that they're delicious. He don't let him fucking fool you guys. I got the idea because I was in Thailand and you can eat bugs over there, I guess. You can do that really anywhere, but but it's kind of a thing over there. Turns out they're super nutritious and sustainable. And I hate crickets, so like we should kill them all and eat them. But when I came back from Thailand, everyone had the same stupid joke. They were like, oh, did you bang a lady boy? And uh, short answer, yeah. <laughs> Long answer, yeah. <laughs> it was an accident, let me explain. The hottest girls in Thailand are guys. That's just a fact, it is what it is. And this bitch was ugly as fuck. <laughs> so I was like, she's definitely a woman. <laughs> Turns out I just banged an ugly dude. There were so many hot ones, I could have banged one of the hot ones. Basically what I'm trying to say is, what have you ever done for the gay community, all right? You're sitting there with your rainbow flag in your Instagram bio. I'm over here on the front lines, putting in the work, taking ass. You guys are worried about AI taking over. You need to be worried about AP, that artificial pussy. When I take a girl home, she's got to fill out a CAPTCHA to prove she's not a man. The CAPTCHA's just like a simple math problem. And if she gets it right, she's a man. Women are like dogs, because I love them and they're fucking stupid. Oh yeah, I feel like I lost you guys on that a little bit. Let me be clear, I'm just joking around about women. We all know like men are the problem. Like we're murderers and rapists and like women are annoying. So like, let me make fun of women, all right? I take responsibility, everything's our fault. Uh, I was thinking the other day how like, I don't think pedophilia is the problem. I think it's men that are the problem because like pedophile women, they don't create trauma, they create legends. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I was dating this girl and um, I, had to, I had to go to the bathroom. I'm at, I'm 30, that, I'm at the age where I don't trust a fart anymore. So if I got a fart, I go to the bathroom and it doesn't work out because the toilet bowl is like an amplifier. And she was on the other side of the bathroom door. It was a very thin door. And I'm like, this has got to come out and I got to think fast. So I started screaming. <laughs> <laughs> True story, happened twice. The second one, the se <laughs> I'm just on the toilet like, the second one there was like a delay, so I was like, ah! I come out, I'm like, there's two spiders, but I killed them both. And she totally bought it. Idiot. <laughs> and then, um, and then we, we, we became intimate, not immediately after, but like, eventually and I don't know if this happened to you guys but probably a lot uh, I came super fast I came like immediately and then I just rolled over and I was like 
This happens every time. <laughs> no one ever says that, dude. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm 82 days sober. I, you guys don't need to applause. I shouldn't have been a drug addict in the first place. But uh, yeah, the hardest part about being sober is not getting laid, for sure. Because I don't know if you've ever tried maintaining a conversation with a woman for longer than like 10 minutes fully sober, but it's excruciating. You guys, oh, lost him again, lost him again. Listen, women, if you don't think this is funny, just take this as like a personal growth step. Be like, maybe I should be a better storyteller. <laughs> it's better for everyone involved. If you're, you'll be more entertaining, we'll be more entertained with you. It's a win-win. And then, because I go on dates with women and they're like, you like to just do all the talking. And I'm like, yeah, it's for both of us. I want us both to have a good time here. But sobriety, man, it's, it's all right. You just, see, I used to be addicted to psychedelics, which is possible, <laughs> apparently, because I was doing an eighth of mushrooms every day for like two years. Yeah, it was crazy, man. I've seen the afterlife with my own three eyes. It's better. <laughs> But it, it was cool. I used to be, I went through, I did all, I've done all the drugs. All right. I've done all the drugs. The mushrooms were, was actually a high point. That was, I was like, you know, I used to be a drug addict, but now I'm just spiritual. <laughs> like I just do DMT to see God. I'm just religious. If you don't know what DMT is, DMT is like microdosing schizophrenia. <laughs> and then you realize that you're God. And then everyone else realizes that you're insane. And I did, so, I did DMT so many times that I got locked out by the entities. <laughs> that, <laughs> which means even in another dimension, they're like, dude, you're doing way too much. <laughs> I'm an interdimensional addict. What's, what's your guy's favorite drug? Alcohol. Alcohol, mushrooms. What else we got? Ketamine. Ketamine? Oh, dude. Ketamine's wild, man. Ketamine's like being trapped in a circuit board. <laughs> ketamine, so ketamine like cures your depression, right? But like, I, that's why I did it. And then, and then I got depressed because I was addicted to ketamine. Ketamine's wild, dude. Ketamine's like a, a room of Japanese businessmen, but they're all speaking Spanish. <laughs> it's like so confusing. Well, it's like DMT, but without the love, you know? Like with DMT, you get all the colors and the stuff that's moving, but with like, on ketamine, it's just like fucking straight lines with like angles. I don't know. You guys know, some of you guys are getting it. Some of you guys have been, some of you guys peeled back the thin veil of, the veil of reality and, and been through the realms with me. I can sense it. But yeah, man, Dare was lying. Drugs are fun. They are. They are the coolest. They're so cool. And... I think, uh, but I'm sober, and I think everyone, if you want to be successful, you should be sober. But first, you should do a lot of drugs. Because if you're just sober from the get-go, then you're just a fucking dork. <laughs> like, I, am, I have been able to be happy with myself sober because I spent so many years just getting completely fucked up. Like, all those years of being blacked out, where I was running from myself, I don't even remember who that guy is. It just didn't exist. I just fast forward to being a fucking 30 year old man. And I got a house. Now. So. 
I do kind of miss weed though. I was, people, people in Austin are like, oh, you're sober, so you just do like weed and mushrooms now? And I'm like, that's not sober. <laughs> California sober is not sober. You're just addicted to plants and fungi. That's... <laughs> but weed's cool, because that's like the only drug you can abuse without like completely fucking your life up. Like, there were so many times where I'd be like angry about something stupid like traffic, and then I would eat an edible, and then I would just start laughing about how short a tree is. <laughs> I was like, you, you a fucking bush, dog. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I've, I've done a lot of psychedelics. Uh, I get where homeless people are coming from. Like, when I see a guy, like, pass out on the side of the street, I'm like, makes sense, dude. <laughs> They're all right, too. Homeless schizophrenic people are right. It's crazy. About, like, Jesus and the government. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's, that's what they yell about here. There's... Should we murder all the homeless people? <laughs> or should we become them? Because <laughs> if you think about it, the coolest thing in life is doing drugs with your friends. <laughs> and what are homeless people doing all day? They're just getting fucked up with their friends. I mean, sir, it's like a different tier, you know? Like, instead of cool hats and mushroom chocolates, it's like... Nudity and meth. <laughs> but hey, it's just a different cultural thing you gotta get used to. I don't know, man. I'm just trying to prepare for the apocalypse and it's not looking like I'm gonna be rich, so I'm trying to look at the silver lining of being homeless. <laughs> uh, basically, I don't know. I think we should just all commit suicide. <laughs> like, it's like suicide was initially made illegal because if you kill yourself, then someone else has to take your job. Like, it's all about the economy. Everything's about money. Humanity's a giant pyramid scheme. And like, the National Suicide Hotline is funded by the federal government. Like, you think it's because they love you and care about you and want your precious fucking tax dollars? No, it's, <laughs> which is why we all need to band together and commit mass suicide as an act of rebellion against the state. <laughs> but like, don't kill yourself if you're depressed though. If you're, if, if you're depressed, like, fix your life. Get on the right path. And then when everything's going great, then kill yourself. So you leave on a high note. All right, thank you, guys. I'm Eli Halpern. Give it up for your host. Eli Halpern.